Shut up and sit down. Boom. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Dope and Dharma with a special. Uh, what is this? What is the Thursday edition of Dharma Time? <laughs> is it Thursday? I don't even know yeah, what day it is, is anymore. It is. Um, yes. Yeah, so this is Dope and Dharma. This is the Dharma Time edition, and as always, he is the one and only the Dope Doctor, and I am uh, the Dharma guy still. I believe. Hopefully, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the things run together. My kids started school again, and so it's like uh, my whole world got completely switched around and i gotta get back to a new routine uh, so when you mess up my routine like my whole brain just gets scrambled uh, <clears throat> i'm a creature of habit what can i say dude I'm, I, I like my routines and now my routine has shifted they're no longer in summer school or and they're no longer in summer they're back in school so right. now like I, I have to get up get them prepared get them ready get them to school right. pick them up from school deal with homework and and just ride behind them to get things done so it's uh it's an adjustment for everybody, I guess, right? Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, you don't, have to do, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Well, what, mine is a little bit more expensive, Trinity. I had to go find a house in Boca Raton and and rent it out for my daughter. So, so wow. yeah, this is her first. Instead of being in a dorm room at, at the college, her and three other friends you know, found a house. And, and let me tell you something. My little bougie daughter is very much like me a little bit. And... uh Instead nice. of just a regular old college living, she doesn't know what it is to live like a college student. They picked a house that's first of all, it's in Boca, Boca, Boca right off it's, the it, bat. There's no, there's no hood yeah. in Boca, bro. No, there's no hood in Boca. No, and and you know, so she's you know living in a neighborhood with a bunch of attorneys and and stuff like that. So that tells you one thing, right? Right yeah. there by school, and then they have a pool. Nice. Really, it's a big, nice four bedroom house. So, and then my daughter had to have the master. Had to have a match, and, and that means uh, daddy pays more for that wow. luxury. So, good time. She wanted her own private bathroom. So, no, excuse me, right yeah, on. Exactly, exactly. Well, um, so t today, uh, I know uh, this might not be our normal hour because you got a hard stop, you got the, the life of the celebrity, you got to go do something. Is that what it is? No, Somebody like, somewhere is expecting to see you. So, community obligation, man. The president <laughs> of the managing entity, I gotta go, I gotta go manage 119 million dollars. You want to do that? uh not really no um <laughs> but uh anyways uh so there's a there's a topic that came up recently in the last couple of days that bears some discussion right because right. i i think on surface level it, it feels very uh very surface level actually right um but the more you look into it there's some deeper rooted meaning there and i think we would like to explore that just a little bit today so yeah um for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, we're talking about the situation between Michael Orr, the uh, I think he's ex NFL player now, right? Um, and his uh, maybe or maybe not adopted parents. Um, I, I say that because the story, as told through Sandra Bullock's interpretation, I guess in the movie The Blind Side, um, you know, Michael Orr was essentially adopted uh, by this family. They thought. No, he thought. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said apparently. Uh, he was apparently adopted by this family, brought in, and uh, they took him in as their own and, and loved him and cared for him and raised him. Uh, he ended up uh, having a very successful football uh, career, if you will. He went to college, and he ended up making it to the pros. Yep. <clears throat> and then while he's in the pros, obviously, he made some money. Um, he turned to them for some guidance and assistance. To which they, you know, they are, I'm going to say they all benefited from, maybe some more than others. I think that's where part of the discrepancy comes in. Mm -hmm. 
and then it, I guess it's coming out now that the uh, adoption never actually took place, like right. you know, officially, if you will. There's a conservative um, sh- cons- conservatorship. Yeah, and so um, you know, it's causing some friction, and then and essentially what's happening now is everybody's kind of picking sides, right? I say everybody, but those who are interested in this type of stuff yeah. are, are picking sides. And, and some people are uh, hung up on the, what looked to be at first glance as this fairy tale. And then they're feeling kind of let down and ruined that this supposed fairy tale mm-hmm. that they believed in now, maybe not be as factual as we once right. thought it would be. Right. Um, then you also have some extremes where people are saying that apparently, I, and I, this is news to me that, Apparently, Sandra Bullock should give back the awards that she won for her uh, portrayal of that woman because I guess the story was a farce. Um, I, I, I have seen some people doing the whole "I told you so" because uh, you know at the time the very um, the very negative individuals, you know, the very uh, pessimistic people were saying that this isn't going to end well, this isn't true. So they feel very happy and vindicated at the moment because they're like, ah, "I you. told you, good for you." Yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I guess my initial reaction is just it's sad, right? Like, that's my initial reaction. It was a feel-good story. Um, I still think it is a feel-good story. And it's right. that, um, and I think this is the crux of what we're getting into today, is my immediate thoughts are you can't take away, though, the life that he still had growing up, right? Like, yeah. regardless of what the paperwork said, he still was loved and welcomed into a family. He still was given opportunities and he was still able to work those opportunities to achieve greatness in his sport, you know, and, and make it to the, to the highest level you can make it. And and I'm going to assume he lived a pretty good life, right? Like, I don't know his specific life, but it seems like he was loved through that family. And it seems like he was uh, uh, financially secure going to the NFL. I mean, I, he's, He's a lineman, right? So he's not going to get the money. For those of you who don't know football, he's not going to get the money of a skill position, right? He's not going to get the quarterback money, that kind of stuff. But he's not exactly living, you know, in the, in the, in the hood either. He's, he's making six figures. He's doing well. He wasn't hurting for money, right? Those offensive linemen that protect quarterbacks get paid a lot Some more than a lot of skill positions. Some of them. Not the big names, right? Uh, I just think that some people, when they think NFL – athlete they think right you know the the peyton mannings of the world and stuff we're getting you know these ridiculous 20 million dollar contract and and not everybody in the nfl makes that right like some of the lower level tier lower tier guys they're making you know the league minimum is still six figures so like i said they're none of them are 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 you know trying to figure out where the next meal is going to come from but my point being is just He's li- he lived a lifestyle that I think a lot of people would be envious of, right? Um, and and so I don't, I feel like people are starting to take away from that a little bit. So what are your what are your immediate thoughts? This my- is his topic, by the way. So we're we're having <laughs> we're doing it. Oh come on, you blame. Look, my immediate thought on this is this is why writers kill off like really good characters in their movie before they end the movie. <laughs> so you can't come back and do a horrible sequel like we had a good first movie it was supposed to end right there that was the happy ending right you know what i mean this is the story there's there's this kid he's he's, he's broke his family's all disrupted he's in a bad neighborhood if he just had a chance if he just had an opportunity if he just was surrounded by some love and nurturing god what could he do in this life and so his family takes him in they nurture him they 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 take him in as their own, uh, you know, and then and then he does very well. And the happy ending is he becomes a professional football player. Wow, he got his dream. That's the way the movie's supposed to end. Sure, 
That's the way all of us put it in our heart. That's why we're all so affected. That's why this is news, because it was such a great yeah. story. Yeah. It was such a great movie that that's how it was supposed to be. You're not supposed to come back and do a part two that destroys the characters that you fell in love with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you fell in love with the Tuies, you're not supposed to walk away from it now and be like angry with the Tuies. Uh, I'm just picturing the Brady him, Bunch where they're all in jail now or something, you know. Well, just yeah. Well, just imagine if Rudy, they found out Rudy cheated or something like that. You know what I mean? Like Rudy's we love Rudy. Don't ruin Rudy in Notre yeah. Dame, man. Don't come back and ruin the, the yeah. w- w- what the story of Rudy was. Right. But that's exactly what's happening. And so everybody has these emotions. Right. Everybody has have, have these feelings about. Wait a minute. This is how I felt about that family, and now I, I have to defend them because I have these feelings about, like, as if we all know them. Well, there's we a full disclosure here. There's a there's them. a full disclosure here too, though, right? Like there is, like if we're gonna go, uh, we got to cover both sides of this, right? We got to cover the optimistic side, and we have to also cover the cynical side. Sure, sure. And what I mean by the cynical side is the cynic in me wonders how much of a coincidence it is mm-hmm. that. Michael Orr also came out with a book right around this same time. Like he's got a book out that he's trying to promote. It's called Brilliant. Yeah, like regardless. Of course. I'm not saying that that, that it's not, but like let's keep in mind here that there's other factors at play that might contribute to why this is becoming a story. I have some thoughts on that. I have some thoughts on that because when a book when when a book is coming out, you start that's when you start meeting with publicists. That's when you start meeting with a lot of heads, right? Like when when there's no book and you're a retired NFL player, you don't have people knocking on your door. You know, sure. talking about your story, exploiting your story. But when something's about to come out, all of a sudden everybody gets interested again and starts digging. And when there's digging in conversation, sometimes you answer questions, you know, because you get media prepared and you realize what? You know, so it's entirely possible that in the process of writing this, the, the book, you know, and, and coming out in his second book, by the way, and they're about to come out that. Things were discovered. That's entirely possible. Well, the it wasn't just discovered. discovered. He actually filed a suit. Yeah, but it, it, according to him, he, he got discovered in February that it was a it was a conservatorship and not an adoption. That he ne- that there was yeah. no adoption ever. What's um, the difference, by the way, between conservatorship and adoption? Oh, brother, I am not that expert. Okay, all all I know is exactly what everybody here heard, which means somehow yeah. they, they bring in. And they can they can that means you you get certain advantages, whether it be medical services, whether it be school services, whether it be like uh, like things, uh, uh, you know, tax things for the family because they're taking care of you. Right. There's all kinds of little, uh, I guess, legalities that allow Didn't them Britney to Spears have one of those? Yes. That allow okay. them to participate as usually I know usually people have it when they're somehow disabled like there's something sure. emotionally they're they're so emotionally disabled or they are unable to manage their own affairs you sign on to one of these things so that people can make sure that, that your best interests are taken care of so sure. i guess there could be an argument made that 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 happened i don't know i the reason we're doing this show is because i think we all need to take a pause yeah. we all need to just like wait a minute just because our emotions are involved in these characters, because we feel like we know them, because whatever we took from that movie, we all we all want to keep what we took from that movie. And I guess what we're saying, what Trinity and I are saying, is don't let don't let that be ruined. If you took some good feelings and emotions yeah. out of the movie, then let it be what it is. Let the magic still exist. You don't. If every movie you see, you believe is truth, then that's on you. That's that's on you. That's your expectation. You know, we say it all the time. You know, these are expectations. But but. Don't let it ruin 
how you're feeling. And don't get in arguments with people about who's right and who's wrong because we don't know all the facts yet. We don't know if they're right. We don't know if he's right. They both may be right. They both both may be wrong. Usually that's the case. Usually there's yeah. there's some points either way. But but I think that 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 uh, at least for me, the emotions and the good feeling because I love the movie. I think it was a great movie yeah. that, that I took from it. I just want that to sit where it's at. You know what I mean? And I and this is why sequels are horrible. You know this is this is why you know like I was so worried with with the multiple Wasn't Godfathers. Godfather two better though, dude. Godfather two was very good. You know, but the, the Godfather family of movies is a, on a totally different level. Sure. But I guarantee you why we that's why we haven't seen another one in a very long time because it's like, <laughs> yeah. can because because it kept on being good. It right. kept on being good. The last one's a little debatable, but but still kept on being good. Like how do you have a like how do you keep that up right but, right but this is different this is changing the characters this isn't just a sequel this is changing the motives this is changing the first story this is like a behind the scenes look and the behind the scenes look is like a tragedy yeah. like was he lied to were they really evil people taking advantage of this poor man and in a time like right now where everybody's so emotionally divided racially divided <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't help that they're a white family. It doesn't help. Yes, it doesn't help in today's world. We didn't need this. We didn't need this because this makes it look like, oh, here's an example of a rich white family taking advantage of a black kid. What? Because he's an athlete. Because he was good. And so that that family of individuals that are feeling that way are entrenched in that storyline. True. Taken advantage by the white man. And then the other people. That are thinking, oh man, you, you know, you're, you know, you, you, I give, give, give. Nothing's ever good enough. You're always complaining. So now that group of families, like, see, see look, everybody's now, angry. You're, you're, you're the victim. <laughs> yes, you're the victim. You got millions of dollars, gave you all this, and now you're still complaining. You want more. So, so both sides are entrenched, and you can hear it, and I hear it. It's coming, Trinity. Yeah. It's coming. I hear people entrenched in 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 in, in their sides and in arguing. And anyone saying that Sandra Bullock should give up her Oscar because so who she portrayed? That's just really so stupid. Now that's just plain ridiculous. Yeah, I ain't giving back nothing. If I wanted to work for something, that was for acting like that person. Yeah, that was it. That was it. you know. Right now, the screen actor. This is this is funny because you know we know that the SAG actors actors and all the writers are in strike right now, right? Yes. But we all know damn well they're writing. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> they're all, bro, as soon as they hear them, they're back there writing going, dang, bro, as soon as we're off strike, I'm I'm turning this in. I'm turning this in. Day one when strike is over, there's going to be a lot of scripts all of a sudden oh, yeah. floating around, man. So, uh, But you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of a, uh, a situation, right, that I've heard so many times. And it used to, it was, still does, I guess, bother me. Um, and, and that is anytime somebody's in a relationship mm. that they, it's like a great relationship. It's doing good. They're both benefiting. It's fantastic. Getting all the good, warm fuzzies. Uh, and then something happens and they break up five, 10 years later, whatever. Um, and, and then they're like, Oh, well, this was all a big waste. Right. Like if we didn't get married to have kids and live together forever, it's a waste, right. which I, it bothers me because like if that's how you're looking at it like i right. think you're missing the missing the boat there right, right? like if you're going to have all these memories and all these wonderful experiences and just this life around it and then it, it because it didn't fit your expectations or what you thought should happen in the end somehow that negates all those other things like i feel sad for the people who think that way right 
But that's what it, that's what it sounds like to me. Like right. somehow that whole story is a complete farce now because of one minor minor detail. And, and <laughs> it's a big detail though. It's like the it's like it the though? detail of the movie. Yeah, is it though? I, mean, yeah. Like, I don't know, yeah. man. Uh, to me, the detail is he still had a good life, dude. He had not such a good life, and then he had a good one. Like they didn't have to do yeah. that. Even conservatorship or adoption, they didn't have to do that. They could have just been like, "Screw this kid, I got my own life." They didn't. They brought him into his home. They helped him. Like you know. Uh, uh, and it's my recollection. Obviously, it's just based upon a movie that I saw many, many years ago, and I don't know the actual details. Mm -hmm. But based upon my recollection, it appears to me that he wasn't even a football star when they met him. Like he got into football after they, they, they he was taken in by them. Yeah, you know. know. Uh, so regardless, my point being though, if you look at the life he was living versus the life he ended up having, I think it was an upgrade. And and, and he is who he is today, both the good, the bad, the indifferent, and the ugly because of the lifestyle that he had. And so um, I, would he have been on the same trajectory? You know, you don't, we don't know. Right. right. But if I'm going to wager on it, is it likely that he would have had to say, no, it's not likely that he would have had the same outcome. Um, and so I, I don't like it when people, they completely negate, you know, this, this uh, all the good, because of one one thing that would be some people would label bad or whatever, right? And bad is a subjective term, anyways. But I, I just I don't like it when people throw out all this fantastic, wonderful things um, because of one situation that that ran amok, if you will. Uh, and then the other half of that with this particular one, um, I don't like it either when people just rush the judgment. As you pointed out, right right now, there's so many people with opinions on this about what, who's good. Like people are turning on like this family as if they know everything. Like they lived in their house and they know it all. It's like, whoa, man! Right. Like right. there's a lot of stuff we don't know yet. And, and so, yes, why it might feel good to rush to judgment, right? Like it might feel make our ego feel good, like we're somehow morally superior because we can, you know, hey, yeah, they're they're horrible people. Like I would just caution people, right? Like that's where the title of the show, when judgment goes wrong. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I, I, you know, this reminds me of like, you know, people that you and I both know that found out things later in life and they start feeling like well, it was my whole life a lie. I believe this person like he yeah. if he, look, if I if I'm in any situation where I believe my parental unit is my parental unit for whatever reason and later find out find out they're not. It's a sad story regardless. That's a sad yeah. story. Now, now I'm not saying the response and the reaction and how all this is playing out is is how i would wish it to be if i would find myself in that situation but what i'm saying is is that that's a whole other story in itself and this this could have been done differently it's not being done differently i don't know why it's not being done differently uh you would think that if both sides were financially motivated uh if that were the case they would have found a better way to do this where they would have made a hell of a lot more money by by utilizing this information um or this is real brilliant I don't know. Um, here's where I'm going with it, though. We all have experiences in our life which we let her find out are different, right? Whether it be, you know, you're a kid, you think a certain way, you feel a certain way, and you come to realize, what do you mean dad was in the CIA? What, you, <laughs> you know, what, what do you mean mom was a drug trafficker? What are you talking about? You know, like, what, don't you guys have those experiences? Um, 
you know, I remember getting older and find out my mom was an arms dealer all this, all of my life. You know, like what? She was an arms dealer, like all around the world. <laughs> I think we all have that, though, don't we? Yeah, we do. Least, no, I mean, not, what, maybe not that. My mother's an arms dealer. I don't know about yours. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, maybe not that specific thing, but we all have that moment when right. we grow up and realize our parents aren't these They're, magnificent yeah, heroes that saying. we once thought they were. Yeah, right? That's, like, what, that's what I'm saying. There's all kinds humans. of little things like that. The yeah. tooth fairy does not exist. Santa Claus is not real. Wait, you know, what? It, by the way, put the put the kids away. <laughs> yeah, I should have said Wait, that. First. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the the rock is not coming to your house to leave you Damn. money. I'm gonna go get um, my teeth out of my thing. But but these things occur in life, you know. And I think this is a moment in time again where I say, for you know, we're all trying to figure out motives, right? We're all looking for the motive. Like, what is that about? What is that about? And we're all digging into our feelings of of how we felt about each character within the movie, and and however you felt about that movie and the characters are within the movie, and then you add to that how you feel in today's world socially and politically and then now you're watching that's then your response comes right <laughs> yeah that, and that's how we're all you know responding and some people are reacting uh to this and i think we just need to let it play out uh this is not our life this is their life um you know and, and we all need to understand our place in this world is is to do the best in our family and and, and so if you're currently in a situation where you feel um, I'm not being 100% honest with my child or with my loved one. And you know it might come out. It can be painful in the future. Maybe there's some lessons that we can all learn about that right now. Because there are a lot of people like that. I've been, like, As a counselor, I've, I've counseled a lot of people who, who know that they are the parent of a child that doesn't even know that they're the parent. And, and look, you might be fine with that. And, and maybe you think that it's better that the kid doesn't know that. It, but i don't know if that's your call you know i don't know if that's your call i don't want to judge you i'm just saying it's moments like these where while we're looking at someone else's life that there's all kinds of parallels that you can look at and go like man is there something i'm holding back and not saying and is it going to be that painful for my child later on you know regardless of the outcome regardless of what but look at your life look what i gave you yeah but 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 my whole life is a lie because if they if they feel like their whole life is a lie or that their life is a lie or that somehow you added another motive it could in their mind negate all the good moments all those memories yeah. of fishing with them and 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 playing ball with them in the backyard and and you know crying together holding on to each other all the great moments because painful moments are so e so much easier to remember for some reason you <laughs> yes. know one painful one painful moment can knock out a lot of great i mean we look you're a parent i'm a parent we we've joked about little things where, where what our kids might say as they're walking away i hate my life or something like you're like really? so this this is this is the this is where you die Right here, this is the hill, you know, that you're picking all the great stuff that, that we all do together. And all of a sudden it's because you can't have that, you know, your world should end. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's 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 that unfortunate. So maybe this is a moment where we can all look within ourselves and say, you know, am I walking forward with somebody that that, that, that may uh, not know the whole truth about our relationship or where we stand or how we're doing? And if so. Do I want it to continue or am I am I still OK if when they find out, they find out? Because I, I'm under the belief that all things eventually oh, yeah. get found out. Well, I, I think that's the I think that's what people forget sometimes in those kinds of situations. Right. Is there there's a contract here. Um, you know, you went into this situation full well, knowing mm -hmm. that maybe you're being a little dishonest here mm -hmm. uh, or, or like not completely forthcoming in all the right. details. Um right. And, and you know you very well might have your reasons for that. Uh, who knows? And, and you might even be right, to be honest with right. you. 
Right. You might even be right. It would be a terrible thing for them. To, who, who knows? But the other half of that contract, right? It's like a credit card. You know, it's great to buy a bunch of stuff on your credit card, but that bill's going to come due one day. Right. And so in this situation, the contract that you're signing is it's a very real possibility that the person's going to uncover the truth. Right. Somehow, some way it's going to come out. You know, right. maybe you tell them, maybe they find a, a letter somewhere. Maybe the, maybe you got a drunk uncle that just on Thanksgiving blurts it out. Who knows, man? Right. You know, like it's potentially and most likely going to come out at some point. And the contract you're signing is you're going to deal with whatever those consequences are. Because when that happens, nobody's going to care about your your perspective anymore. Yeah. It's just it's going to be completely negated by that person's feelings. Right. I, I and, You know, you're, you're bringing up a real important point that I think we need to touch on, Trinity, when you say sure. sign a contract. Because I'm hearing a lot of people say, but he was 18 years old. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you do realize that we have a lot of dead soldiers that signed a contract at 18. Right. That, that, that went off to war after signing a contract at 18. Sure. That's, that's, that's a very serious contract they signed. And <laughs> yeah. yet our, in our, in our society, we feel comfortable with allowing them to sign it. And there's a lot of you that are petitioning for people under the age of 18 to even vote in an election. So, so remember what you, what you think is old and what you think is young is all determined based on, does it fit the narrative or does it fit my ideology in a certain way? I personally think 18 is very young, right? Yes. But it's become, 18 is young. But if yeah. you asked me at 17, I would think that 18 is old. Oh, I would have argued with you about how 18 is old. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so it's like that sign that, that, that my wife always had uh, at her, her childhood home. Uh, her dad had put the sign up in the bathroom. It says how long a minute is depends on what side of the door you're on. You know, and, 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 and that's exactly the truth here, right? I love that. That's it, awesome. It's a true statement, right? So, oh, yeah. So we need to understand that in one moment, yeah, 18 sounds a little young to be signing this, but at the same time, there's people that have signed over their life at 18, and you guys weren't arguing that. You guys aren't true. fighting that, that information. As a matter of fact, you're fighting for, for them to be able to be younger to sign in very yeah. important documents and, and to be, you know, you know, speaking out very young. Now, now. Plus he signed multiple contracts, by the way, too. It wasn't just one at 18. And that was the only one he ever got. Like he that was a conservative conservatorship though. Sure. Uh, right. But he had many years to dispute that or look right. into it. He and, did, and here's, and here's another thing. Again, a lot of people out there always hating on attorneys, right? Now, I got a lot of attorneys in my family, so I got a lot of people in my family for you to hate on. <laughs> There's a lot of attorneys, and, and, and people hate on them all the time. Say, ah, attorneys this, attorneys that, attorneys this. And then, and then they say, oh, the family had an attorney that signed that conservatorship at 18 with him, but he didn't have his own individual attorney True. read that document everybody's oh see they should have provided him an attorney i thought you hated attorneys i thought you didn't want attorneys i thought you thought attorneys are you know if they would have done that they would have, they they who else would have paid for that attorney at him at 18 by the way who would have offered that attorney what in our system has an yeah. attorney sit with you when you sign over to be in the military at 18 years old what what attorney yeah. is there representing that kid nobody yeah there's no there's no attorney it's it's have you ever sat with 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 uh with uh, uh recruiters have you ever heard the well, way they, they sell you the sun and the moon and the man, stars, man? man. They, they oh, had my yeah. brother convinced he was going to keep his long hair. They had my, <laughs> they had my brother convinced, you know, about a lot of yeah. stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. And then I remember my dad looking at him and says, yeah, go ahead. All right. Whatever you want to believe. You know, I'm a command sergeant major in the army, right? Like my, like my dad yeah. knew the rules of the army. My brother's trying to tell him, no, nah, dad, it's different. They're, they're telling me. And he's <laughs> like, all right. 
My brother found the truth out real quick. Day one. Yeah. So, (laughs) so do we have attorneys there? No. Again, again, everything can be looked at in hindsight and you can have all kinds of feelings and emotions and thoughts about something, but you got to realize none of this is new. None of this is different. And again, you're only having emotions and feelings based on what you saw in that movie or where you sit socially or politically right now. That's where a lot of your emotions are coming from. Whether you saw the movie and you had a certain takeaway, whether you're sitting somewhere really hard socially right now or you're sitting somewhere really hard politically right now. Those are the people that I, that I feel res- not responding. They're reacting. Yeah, whatever those, are the react- those are the reactors right now. The, now, the responders are sitting back and going, Oh, well, that's sad. Oh, man. God, I, that was such a good movie. Wasn't that a good movie? Man, let's get it tonight. Let's rewatch it tonight. <laughs> the, those are the responders. It's like, well, oh, man, that was a really good movie. The reactors are like, ah, oh, get rid of the, they get, you know, get back to Oscar. Oh, the, those, those people, they were using the poor black kid. Oh, you know, they used it. Calm down. Calm well, down. like we always say, two things can be true, right? Like this can be a, a an amazing and, um inspiring kind of great story right. and it can also be a sad story right like the, the two things can be true it is a great story because i'm sorry but i look at my own life and, and i'm not really in a position where i'm going to run out there right now and take take in somebody else's kid into my home and like raise them as my own like it that's just it sounds like a great idea but at the same token man there's a lot of challenges that come with that and i don't think very many people are willing to do that at the moment but you um, did but you well, did uh, to an extent yeah. yeah, you did. You really did. You look, see, I, I, I call BS on it. You did. Um, You're a step parent. Sure, but, but that, but that, but, but Trini, that is they're blood like, related to my wife, though. But so they're not blood related to you, and you love sure. them like they're your kids. Like you don't even sure. separate that. You love sure. them and take care of them, and I've seen you raise them. So you did do that. Sure. No, so absolutely. there are people like you out there that exist. Yeah, and there's um, people out there in your exact situation that didn't do that. Sure. So that the reason you did it isn't because they're your wife's kids. You did it because you're a good person. Because there's a lot of people that married a person with child with, with children and didn't accept them like you did. True. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. Um, I just I would argue that there's just it's slightly different when you're not even com- related in any way, shape, or form. Just a brand, somebody else's random kid bringing in. Uh, um, I don't know if I would compare them directly. I think they're in the same ballpark. I agree. Um, but my point in all that was. Um, it's a great story. It's inspirational and it's awesome. Like it's a, it's a very cool and, and, and loving thing to do to bring in another human being into your life and, and yep. try to provide and support them and be there yep. and love them. Um, while at the same token, it's also sad to, to make somebody feel as if you were dishonest with them the whole time. You know, like I think it's uh, and what's even more sad to be honest with you is the fact that it's playing out in front of everybody. Like that to me is just like, I can't imagine having, a very uh, uh, intense and emotional dispute with my family and then having the world feel the need to right. comment on it and pick right. sides like that to me would make it exponentially worse than what it is. It's already terrible, right? Cause if you're, if they assuming for the sake of the conversation, th- this was not a farce. They truly love this kid. They truly meant the well, the best for him and wanted the best for him to right. then, find out that for whatever reason he's feeling this way now and you've hurt him, that's got to be a devastating moment for them, right? That's got to be terrible to feel that way. Um, and then from his perspective to, for whatever reason, arrive to the conclusion that, Hey, these people who I've loved my whole life might not really want the best for me. 
that's like a terrible thing for both sides to come to terms with. Right. And, and the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, right? Um, and, and hopefully, as a family, they arrive at the truth somewhere, you know, despite all the noise. Um, but then to have people like us and everybody else chiming in and, and doing videos, and it's like, wow, <laughs> that's got to be horrible, right? Like, can you imagine, like, can you yeah. imagine, like, a, a pretty in depth, intense familial moment? between you and Danny and the kids and then like everybody's got an opinion and they're putting it out there. Like that's just, Oh man, that's gotta be horrible. Horrible. Yeah. 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 It, it does. And then somebody, then the cynics will say, yeah, but they're making money off it. So, I mean, it doesn't change the fact that it still sucks. That's right. Still sucks. You know, how many it's people been... you go to a job every day that you get money, but you still think it sucks, right? <laughs> like you hate your job, but eh, it's paying you though. Yeah. So, so you know, and there's the sad thing is there's a lot of stories like this, right? I equate it to like a, a story like what Marissa on Facebook Live put about like Britney Spears, like childhood actors and childhood entertainers yeah. and stuff like that. Cause that's what really what it was, right? He was, you know, he may not have been an actor, but you know, he, you know, he was Earning a child, potentials child star. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was similar, right? It was similar. Yeah. In other words, uh, like the Corey Feldman when, he, when he's, you know, suit his family when when uh let's get from different strokes man oh i love that kid oh, oh man, he was I so can't. funny oh uh, i know you talk about i can't think of his name in the yeah movie. yeah was it Arnold, Emmanuel Lewis or, no no that's the other one no, um, that's, that's the show i didn't watch i watched different strokes and didn't yeah. watch you know mr Belvedere or whatever webster there you go yeah uh but uh you know they all had issues with their parents right yeah. you know like they made a lot of money they made millions of dollars and then they're they're you know uh, their parents uh they felt like did something with the money this is a story though that so far they haven't been able to track a lot of money to the family so far there hasn't been any kind of report that the family made a lot of money i mean it, it, unless you call one hundred thousand dollars each a, a lot of money but let me tell you something the, you know, the movie the, the movie made over 300 million right so who really profited off this story and who <laughs> will profit again off the sequel like marissa said the production <laughs> studios yeah that, um, look, like i said there's a lot of writers right now that are that are that are writing their little hearts out you know calling michael right now and says hey, your story should be the movie the next movie yeah you know this next book so uh you got i know you're a hard stop is coming up so you got any uh, final thoughts to uh to put a bookmark on this or yeah, I, I just think spiritually, I think that that when you have a memory or a, a moment in your life, whether it's something that you watched or whether it's something that you experienced and it puts a nice little warmth in your heart, and makes you feel good about life or about people uh, or about humanity. Don't allow the very next moment or the next day ruin that gift that you were given. We got to we got to we got to latch on to those little gifts of, of those moments and those times that make us feel good about people that make us feel good about ourselves, because the painful moments are so they, painful moments immediately go into our long term memory, but not good moments, you know, good moments. You know, we have to practice remembering them and we have to practice, you know, studying them in order for them to become part of long term memory, whereas negative moments and painful moments immediately embed themselves and get entrenched into our long-term memory and forever guide our next actions. And I think that's where we're at right now. This is a good lesson in if this made you feel good, warm and fuzzy, let the warm and fuzzy continue. This is their life. This is not yours. This is, this is their pain, not yours. Uh, and whatever lessons you took initially, don't let it change the way you felt about it. Don't let it, don't let it, make you look differently upon those that, that open their homes 
to the unfortunate or to people in in bad situations and at the same time don't don't look at youth as if all oh, they become so ungrateful once they make millions or make other money and stuff like that there's just whatever you had from it let it remain what it was that's 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 it yeah i mean i would i would second all that um the only thing i would probably add to it is just uh uh cynicism you know like it 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 can feel good at times to just poo poo on everything and be very cynical and think the worst of everything because you've experienced as he said you have long-term memories of of quote-unquote negative things happening which makes you forget of all the positive things that that accompany that you know it was the old adage of would you throw away a bentley because it's got a dent in the side of the door you know no it's still a three hundred thousand dollar car right like it's got a dent sure but it's still a bentley um and so i i think that uh it, this idea of cynicism can feel very romantic at times and you can feel very vindicated when it goes your way when you could be cynical and then it pans out it feels so good you'd be like, i told you so you know um but i would caution you because optimism feels so much better for so much longer it really mm-hmm. does and there's so much more to to love about this world than there is to poo poo on right like if you think like once again if you think about your day and you're like oh i had a bad day did you really have a bad day or did you have a bad few moments in that day and so that's the same thing with this you're getting cynical about some stuff but in in reality his story is still a beautiful story right you know it it might be uh uh uh, marred a little bit in some people's eyes because a couple details which may or may not have nefarious you know uh, means to or uh intentions who knows but it's still a good story, man. Like it's still a story. I think many people would, would prefer to have rather than their own. And so, yeah, don't let the cynicism take over because uh, that's a very dangerous uh, you know, road to, to go down. So right. um, anyways, that's what I got for today. I know uh, you got to go be famous or something. Um, <laughs> I'm going to mess with you all the time about that. Um, anyways. All right. That's all I got, man. So now that you know better, do better. Peace. 